Jesus Christ, why does Rupert Grint look like he's a fucking cocaine addict? Sometimes people don't feel good, and you have to let them heal. Yeah, shit, that happens to me all the time. It's true, it's true. <laughs> I, I don't even know how many episodes I've missed because I've been sick. No, it seems like most of the time y'all just like, okay, we're not recording, which feels weird because I'm usually pretty quiet. Yeah, but we like you. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't want to even get up this morning. It was a rough go. The alarm went off, and I went, no. And then, of course... That's when Duke is like, you know what would be a great idea? I'm going to come in and be super sweet and just do the teddy bear snuggles with you. And it was so nice. I'm going to have to get up. Yeah, because life sucks. And then you die. I mean, or you don't die. Or you don't die. (laughs) Sometimes it sucks so bad because you don't. I don't know, maybe you're there. Sometimes life sucks and you just keep living. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the way it, that's actually generally happens. <laughs> Yay! Hooray! All right. Well, if you made, uh, we hope everyone had a great Valentine's Day. Um, Peter, you... what'd you do for Valentine's Day? Uh, none of your business. Perfect. That is the right answer. <laughs> well, if you missed our live stream, it is posted on the YouTube's. It's a little choppy. Uh, we'll try and get our internet issues fixed before our next live stream. Otherwise, that's just going to be our thing. The answer is, uh, if you didn't watch, Stephanie is still bad at shooter video games. She has not gotten any better. Was it just her playing, or did you both play? Oh, no, we played together. We played together. Okay. So you had to kill everything, and then she shot at a wall? I no, shot some stuff. She actually shot some stuff. Uh, oh. She. Uh, I made at least one headshot on accident. Yeah, you didn't know that because you were doing a birthday party, so this head did explode, <laughs> and the confetti came out. So she got, oh, I think I got it. I'm like, yeah, you definitely did. You well, definitely did. did. The game cheered for you, and so did his corpse. <laughs> that's one of my, that's my favorite skull in all of Halo, except, oh. for, except for I would have been your daddy. The I would have been your daddy skull is just amazing, <laughs> especially when you're doing, um, and then I had it on because we were doing uh, the uh, remastered version of Halo 2. So there are some great lines in Halo 2, just overall. And then if you let them just, if you add the uh, rare dialogue option, you get some really fucked up stuff, and it's so good. She was, hell, my favorite one, there's two two of my favorite lines, and they're always Sergeant Major uh, Johnson. Uh, the first one is, damn, for a brick, he flew pretty good. Um, which is great. And then... That's Halo Three, isn't it? No, that's Halo Two. That's when oh. he that's when he is pushes the bomb out of the uh, the airlock and flies into the capital ship. Huh. That is Halo Two. I also thought it was Halo Three until I'm playing it and I'm like, oh no, that is Halo Two. Look at that. All right, great. And okay, at least one, I'm not crazy. I wasn't the only one. <laughs> and then the other one is right when you're going to go uh, 
take out the uh, scarab in like the third mission or whatever and Sergeant Major Johnson drops you off and he drops off the tank and uh, Cortana goes oh thank you Sergeant and he goes I know what the ladies like <laughs> and you're like yes that's that's he just does, good shit he does say that <laughs> I ladies like big guns what can I say so obviously one person can drive the tank right and yeah. I couldn't get on the tank and hang out like I don't know it was just really weird so I found me a warthog, and I was just fucking barreling down, down the road, like, running into shit, trying to blow it up. Uh, you gotta run into it quite a bit for an explosion to happen, and it's more likely to be the warthog. Oh, I managed... Though you couldn't get into the tank? No, because only Like, on the gunner or the side spots? Uh, Halo 2, no gunner spot. There's no gunner position. And then there Didn't already... they still have the... Uh, the, the treads positions, though? Theoretically, you were supposed to ride along, but it was not... Uh, I, I don't know if it was uh, because it was on the Master Chief edition or if it was because it was the remastered edition of Halo 2. It wouldn't let her ride on the uh, tank. There were already two yeah. NPC Marines, though, on there, so I don't know... You just they... shoot them and take their space. Yeah, but no, it's got four slots. Oh, You're supposed to well. be able to sit one on each tread. True, I, yeah. had, I had a lot of fun just... And then he was like, wait, you need to slow down before you fuck my tank up. Like if you if you make me jump forward to the checkpoint and I and oh yeah tank away, you because it totally it. will, and you need that tank really to get through the back half of the tunnel. Epi- I mean, it episode. was you usually can backtrack to get it, but it would have been a distance, yeah. Especially because the the tank is so fucking slow. I mean, <laughs> I just started doing donuts and continued to run into the bad guy vehicles. It was fine. But it's so much fun to drive the tank. Especially in Halo 2 where you get to control the machine gun and the cannon at the same time. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm just going to fuck shit up. All right. There you go. Well, and then, of course, that episode is also great because if you break it, you can drive a warthog through the whole thing, too, and that you're not supposed to have a warthog in most of those sections. <laughs> so I definitely ramped it up through the through the door that you're not really supposed to be able to get through. And I'm like, yo, we're, get, back in the, get back in the warthog. We're going. Come on. Let's do this. When we were kids, me and my sister were playing the first Halo, and we really wanted to take a ghost into one of the buildings on the on the ring. So we shot the wings off, and we got it all the like through a few floors and in the, into an elevator that had a checkpoint. When you go up it, yeah. When we hit the checkpoint, the uh, the ghost with me in it uh, fell through the elevator and to the bottom of the pit, and the checkpoint saved me down there. So when my sister inevitably died. She also spawned down there because I was safe. So we were stuck down there. No. <laughs> it, it corrupted our save data. Uh, we had to start a new game. And then when we got there, Captain Keys was flying halfway through like the command deck when we got to him. We could only see his legs. That's pretty we broke that game a little bit. <laughs> we definitely broke a little bit. I think that, it was, that, should, that definitely had to be the silent cartographer letter that level then. Yes. Where you're trying to get down into the – yeah. You can also break that with a warthog too. I normally, I normally enjoy to do it with the warthogs. If you go around backwards from the first part of it, you can skip ninety percent of the level. If you get there fast, because there's a there's a door with an elite guarding it with a sword right in front of it. That even in like in the cutscene at the beginning, it like it shows you that door shut when you go do the other thing. But no, if you drive oh, if you get your warthog around there, get it in there and drive it as fast as you can and get it perfectly straight. He'll run into, hit, and kill the elite. The door will try and close, 
but you've already got the Warthog jammed in there. <laughs> and the Warthogs are invincible in Halo 1, so you just pile a bunch of fucking grenades underneath it. Or, if you're playing two-player, it's easier. You just have one guy stand behind it, and you just keep knocking him in the back, and then his grenades spawn under there, and then you throw one grenade under there, and about 60 grenades blow up and blow that thing into the through the door. And then the door breaks and stays open, because it's like, oh, you're in here. You're supposed to be here. Yes, this is for sure what's supposed to happen. Yeah. You've you made out, it this far already. Cool. And you, and you cut out like 90% of the level, and it's kind of fun. That's how you, that's how you properly speedrun a uh, silent cartographer. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but it, me and my friends spend way too much time trying to break the Halo games growing up. Well, because, I mean, they, they, at least for uh, me and my siblings, that was the only game we had that we would all play together. And it was all, yeah, because it actually had yeah. couch co-op and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we had stuff like me and my brother would play, but my sister didn't like and, and stuff like that. But that was the one we would all play together. That is one all four. Uh, you can have four people there and you can all have a good time. Yeah. Heck, even when growing up, I would just uh, hand my little brother a controller and I would play hide and seek. Um, work. I would practice on my sniping skills. I'd let him run around the level and try and find me. And he's like five, so he doesn't know what he's doing. I'd just give him unlimited grenades and he'd just launch them into the sky. <laughs> so I'd have to avoid the grenades and try and shoot him in the head. It was a great game to play. Because <laughs> he wasn't good enough to actually shoot me. Oh, now I can't even hold the candle to the poor kid. I If I tried to... I don't play game shooting games with him anymore. I Thank God we share the same Xbox Live account so we can't play against each other online. Because I know he would kick my ass so bad it's not even funny. Well, yeah, you tormented him when he was younger. So he's like, I will be better at this than you ever will be now. <laughs> yeah, he plays a lot of... He, I think he does mostly CSGO. And he does a little bit of... He was playing The Division for a long time there. Ooh. Was he playing Battlefield? That wouldn't really help him all that much, actually. Uh, he played a lot of Battlefield. Oh no, he uh, he he bought the uh, um, Battle Pass for Halo Infinite because I wouldn't because that's fucking stupid. Um, I shouldn't have to pay more for a game to just play it. But anyway, I'm, that's neither here nor there. Uh, hey, they finally got Forge in that game. Um, oh, cool! I mean, couch, and couch co-op. Oh, that, see, that's the thing I would want them to actually have added on it. Yeah, the Forge is kind of neat, but the couch co-op and the co-op, uh, the campaign co-op, and then actually being able to replay your fucking campaign missions that you couldn't do when that game was first right. released. Jesus. Annoying. I, I started three different save files because I missed the first fucking skull three fucking times. Trying to run 100% the game, you can't do that. That was yeah, that is some bullshit. It's like, oh, you can't replay levels, but we're going to get you permanent miscollectibles. You have to find them. Because they wanted, they they always said that the replay was coming, but they wanted you to play through the whole thing without being able to be a fully souped up, overpowered Master Chief and go back to the first level and just. The jokes on them. Up. I had never. I because I wanted replay, I didn't finish it. <laughs> I well, played like the first couple, of, like for a first few hours, and I'm like, you know what? I want to be able to replay this. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> yes. Well, now that you can replay it, it's really fun. Uh, I will say I went back to the first level with my fully uh, equipped Master Chief. And you can just fuck around on that level now. It's so much fun because your grappling hook works so much better. You can do everything. So you're just like, you're like this, this, this level is so much easier than it was the first time. No wonder they wouldn't let me replay it. Ka-chow. All right, Lightning McQueen. Um, oh. Disney's going to flag us for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kidding. I don't know. Um, life but is a highway. Um, 
But yeah, so we had, we had some fun on uh, Valentine's Day. We didn't break up uh, on our Valentine's Day stream. I was well, yeah, y'all played a cooperative game. I was thinking there was going to be some fun. Uh, uh, well, yeah, no, I didn't want to play against her, but I'm like, I didn't know if it was going to be bad enough that I was like, okay, now we can never talk to each other again. <laughs> I, I think, I think if you had played like Smash or Mario Kart, possibly, but you played oh, Halo that on co-op. That means relationships. Uh, yeah. Smash and Mario, uh, Mario Kart. You're, you're fucking done after a bad experience with those. <laughs> That's why we don't play them against each other anymore. <laughs> She won't play Smash against me, and I won't play Mario Kart against her. Maddie played Smash Smash me one time, <laughs> lost immediately, and we never played it again. I play it all the time. She won't play it anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she was she was talking like mad shit, like she played this game all the time. So I came in with the mindset, oh, she plays this game all the time. I, I have go to hard. try. I gotta go hard. Yeah. yeah. So who'd you, wait, who'd you pick then? Ike. That's always been my best character. Oh. Well, you, you probably fucked her up then. If you're good with if you're good with Ike, you'd yeah. be really devastating with Ike. I was always I'm a I, I I guess I'm a cheater. I always play Kirby. If I if I need to win, I play Kirby. Kirby's fun. If I want to fuck around, I'll play other ones too. But if I want to win, I'm playing Kirby. It's it, it's expanded a bit. So I pretty much play as any of the Fire Emblem characters now, but most commonly I'll be using Ike or Edelgard. Not Edelgard. Uh, Byleth. She no, just all their weapons. I don't think I know her. Uh, it's one of the DLC characters for uh, Ultimate. Ah. Yeah. And she was the lead for Three Houses. Yeah. If you had to buy that character, if you had to buy that character, you didn't. Uh, we didn't play it in Smash. I'm surprised you wouldn't have. I mean, they added Sora from Kingdom Hearts. And Sephiroth. Yeah, I know. I just and Banjo Kazooie. Wait, Banjo Kazooie. Well, who am I? Yeah, and Steve from Minecraft. Smash is only fun What's if that? you're playing with someone, and we don't play. Y'all can play other, the so... like y'all can do the campaign cooperatively. We kind of were. We, we, we could we we unlock most yep. of the characters just because that we're free to unlock. Because I'm pretty sure that. the DLC rosters in the campaign just well, by default. I don't think it is. I don't. Well, I mean, you have to reach a certain point, but you get them all in there. Maybe you can. I don't know. I didn't try that hard. Let's see. Who else did they add into this? Uh, Min Min from ARMS. Joker from not the DC one. It's a different one. Oh, you can play as the Piranha Plant. What? Wait, straight up? Yeah, the Piranha Plant. I'm in. That's fun. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm down. Now, uh, if I can start playing as Bullet Bill... I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and randomly, Kazuya from Tekken. Alright. Really? That was, random. That that was is, an odd choice. That is pretty random. But so is Sephiroth, I guess, if you forget Cloud was in the previous ones. Uh, well, why would you forget Cloud was in the previous ones? That's also true. It was already kind of weird that Cloud was in the previous ones. I guess. Up until the Switch, there's never been a Final Fantasy game or a Final Fantasy VII game on a Nintendo console. Yeah. Well, you know. You know. Yeah, that's why I said it. I did know it. (laughs) Whatever. You knew. What are you doing? Well. You messed your watch up? Yeah, I messed my watch up. I got a new phone and fucked everything up. 
Yeah, new phone and messed his watch up. Because it wouldn't pair to the new phone without uh, removing the other stuff or like resetting the phone or resetting your watch. And I'm like, well, that seems dumb, first of all. Yeah, that seems really dumb. My uh, watch was super easy. So I had it backed up and everything like that, right? And nope. No. Just. Just nope. It's just like, oh, uh, the backup. It's like, oh, everything's restored. I'm like, oh, cool. Let's see what happened. No? Okay, go fuck myself, I guess. All right. So y'all have HBO Max now? Have y'all watched any of The Last of Us? We wa- We watched one episode of Doctor Who. When did y'all get it? Like last, Sunday. Like last week. Oh, yeah. so oh, you just got it. Got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally got it like Sunday. <laughs> got it two days ago. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, though I will say I did spend yesterday, uh, and I guess I didn't tell Stephanie about this. Uh, I did watch up to uh, season two, episode four of Harley Quinn <laughs> in one day. Right. Um, I did spend about eight hours putting uh, furniture together, um, and so I'm like, if I'm doing this, I'm going to watch something on TV that I want to watch. Fair enough. So and you picked, probably you picked, you good call. One of the things that you knew that I wanted to watch. Oh yeah, and I will watch 100%. Right now, I would start it over and watch it again with you. Right now. For a long time, uh, when Peter and I were closing together, he would put it on his phone so that we could, so we can watch it while we close. Again, I will say I would watch. I would start watching episode. I watched seventeen episodes yesterday. I would go back and start watching episode one again right now. Yeah, he had to put my furniture together, so we needed new nightstands because my cats are assholes and ruined one of them. Of course, but we had to make a match, so you have to buy two. Of course, well, it came in a set. Um, and then I bought a dresser because we have this weird like metal frame fabric drawer dresser and the cats have figured out how to open the drawers and then they get in them and one of them was an asshole and peed all over my clothes so I was a little mad um, and it came in and apparently I don't know how to measure things and the dresser is like half the size that I thought it was I had, like, a full mental, like, breakdown <laughs> yesterday. Like, literally on the floor, uncontrollably sobbing. No, I want to say that I was really hoping that it was Amazon's fault, that they just sent her the wrong size. So I measured it, and I'm like, all right, pull up the description. And it was the size that they said it was going to be. So it I might- felt really bad. I'm like, I was trying to do this to help you, and I have confirmed that, no, you didn't buy the right one. <laughs> It was a really long weekend. Things just kind of piled on, and it just all... The dresser was the straw that broke the camel's back. Sounds like it. <laughs> Ooh. No, but did you, so you've enjoyed Harley Quinn so far? Absolutely fucking amazing. Told you. I, I can't remember if y'all had started that before or not. No, we had not. No, I'd, set, I'd set. only seen what I'd seen with you. I had seen the, the free preview that was like the first five minutes of the first episode and oh, that was it that's right they pulled it because originally they had put the entire first episode on youtube for you to watch yeah but then uh, they, 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 they did eventually remove it they cut it down it was only like five minutes long or something like that but i saw yeah. that part and i'm like okay this is good um i'm really upset how much i like kite man now it's okay good things eventually happen for kite man no no that's what i'm saying i'm saying i'm a little upset about how much i like kite man they're nailing him in this show i'm like all right let's sell. Really? 
it is it is the only version of the Joker I unironically enjoy. The one that fits in that show. Isn't that because he's barely in it? No, he. Oh, oh, you're only part of the way through season two. Yeah, I uh, know. He hasn't come he's back a, in season two yet. Uh, he's he's a, he's a mainstay. Oh yeah, okay. he's the Joker. Um, I have mentioned in the past. I'm not a big fan of the Joker. I I really don't like how often he gets kind of overused. So when you make him how he is in this, fucking here for it. Oh no, he <laughs> is he is what he should be. But comic books are generally sold to children. Uh, <laughs> CBMA works really well for the Joker. Um, I would say I also unironically like the Joker from Batman the Animated Series, the original. Oh, there's always something great about that. I I, kind of almost view him as a separate entity from the Joker that everyone's obsessed with, if that makes sense. Well, he's the one that everybody based the Jokers that have come since then. On. And they've consistently done a worse job. 100%. Except for, I think, yeah. in the Harley Quinn show. Except for in the Harley Quinn show. <laughs> because, again, I think Mark Hamill would have loved to have been that Joker that is in the Harley Quinn show. He's like, oh, man, I could nail this shit. Yeah, I think that, I mean, but it, it, it would have been that same deal. It would have had to have been Kevin Conroy's Batman, which he probably could have done comedic Batman very well. Uh, but I think it's the same guy that did it for Batman Brave and the Bold, right? I think so. Let me double check. I that think one. the I think the voice is the same guy for that. Which actually, that's not a terrible version of Batman. Most of the villains in Batman: The Brave and the Bold I don't really like, but the Batman in that is pretty solid. Right. That, that like, Brave and the I Bold. I don't know who's doing the voice for Joker in this because he is solid. I will say the voice for Joker is solid as well. It's it's not Mark Hamill, but it's pretty damn good. It's Alan Tudyk. <laughs> is the Joker? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you fuck with me. He plays Clayface, the Joker, Condiment King, Calendar Man. Uh, he plays a bunch of characters. It's what God, it's another reason I love Alan fucking Tudor. <laughs> Steve the Pirate is my boy. <laughs> Who's Steve the Pirate? The only guy on our team who's dressed like a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, he's from El Paso. Alan Tudor? Yeah, he was. Uh, he's from El Paso and went to high school in Plano. Oh. Hmm. Alrighty. I don't know how to exactly how to say this guy's last name, but it's Diedrich Bader from oh, Diedrich Batman. Bader? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's doing Batman. Oh, yeah. So he is. Yeah. It's the same one from Brave and the Bold. He is actually. Um, most people know it. He got his big start on the Drew Carey show. Really, Diedrich Bader. Yep. Interesting. He's quite funny. I, and this might be the only thing I've ever actually really liked. Uh, uh, Kaylee Cuoco, Cuoco, Cuoco. I don't Coco? actually, I don't actually know how to pronounce her last name. We know who you're talking about, though, so it's fine. Big Penny. Bang, Big Bang Theory girl. Yeah, I, I, I did not care for her in Big Bang Theory, but I think, to some degree, I don't think any of the actors were super thrilled about that show. Oh. And it seems like she's actually enjoying herself as Harley Quinn. Oh, Lake Bell is. Uh... Oh, okay. Lake Bell is Poison Ivy too. She's great. She's yeah. So many little things. Alan Tudyk, Ron Funches though as King Shark. King Shark <laughs> might be my favorite character in this show. Shark's so great in this show, man. Because well, they they do some of the King Shark stuff, but they also do some of the oh we're gonna make him our own character. He's like, no, I'm a computer guy, guys. <laughs> which is pretty impressive considering he doesn't even have fingers kind of thing 
computer guy. He doesn't really like blood or anything. No, no, no. He just has. I love. I love that he kind of like downplayed it because, like, oh, yeah, guys, I, I have a real thing about blood. Sorry. And then they're all like, oh, if he sees a little bit, he's gonna pass out. No, if he sees a little bit, he's gonna go into a berserker rage and kill everyone around him because he's still part shark. Yeah, he's still like seventy percent shark. Jason Alexander is cyborgman. That is. What do I know Jason Alexander from? Um, Seinfeld. He, yeah, Thank you. He's. Um, yeah, now no, I can't remember his character. No, as soon he says, yeah, he's the guy. That guy. George Costanza. There we go. I was thinking. I honestly went gargoyle from no, uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, but that's okay. I will say I got so excited though when I uh, heard the Riddler's voice for the first time in it because I'm a huge I'm a huge voiceover guy and I, I like and I like comedians, but the fact that it's Jim Rash, right, is absolutely amazing, and I'm like a perfect casting first of all too. I, I do like it that is. they're I do like that they're playing uh, Riddler a little fay in this too. Yeah, he's a he's a. He, he could easily turn out to be uh, a gay man in like season halfway through season two, and I'm like, okay, they've been setting that up from the beginning. Or he could just be, I'm a I'm a I'm a man uh, who enjoys the theatrical arts. Clayface does piss me off, but now the fact that yeah, it's why like, do you hate Clayface? Because <laughs> he's annoying as fuck. I know that's what his character's <laughs> supposed to be, but it's goddamn you're annoying as fuck. I'm I'm on board with every one of the other characters going, shut the fuck up, Clayface. <laughs> it kind of. So the whole thing with Clayface originally was that he was a very successful actor who was just getting a little too old. Um, but I love with the show, with the Harley Quinn show, it's kind of taken from the Batman cartoon where he was just a shitty actor who thought he was too ugly and that's why he never got hired. Yes. So when he gets his powers, he makes himself very handsome and still doesn't get hired. Yeah, he he's a terrible actor. He's just a bad actor. <laughs> I just do love every time he says, I'm an actor, somebody, one of the cast members, it doesn't matter in what scene it is, or if there no one else is on screen, he'll hear in the background, you're not an actor. <laughs> <laughs> it's every time he says it, you just hear a, not an actor, somewhere. And it, it, sometimes it's a little more direct, but sometimes it's way in the background. But I'm like, yeah, that's that feels right. So you said you're only on episode four so far, right? Of season two. I want to say episode four. Let me look. So you haven't run into Iron or uh, Dark Side, right? Yeah, right. No, no, no. Uh, uh, I just got to the episode where Batman comes out of his coma. Oh, oh, that's a fun episode. <laughs> and I haven't. I didn't get to watch that one, but. <laughs> well, to, uh, to but, let you know, but Dark say, Side is was good. I will say the first part of I did watch like the first two minutes of episode five, so I, I which is the Batman's back one. And it started yeah. out real meta, and I loved it because it's it's two DC fanboys bitching about, or one DC fanboy and one guy who's just a normal human being um, <laughs> bitching about the show and how terrible it is. And he's like, "Here, just let me show you the latest one. Let me read the description." All right, Harley Quinn and her friend Poison Ivy. See, I told you, aren't even in this fucking episode. <laughs> oh, okay, this one's about Batman and Barbara Gore. Oh, oh, oh. He's like, oh, I guess we should watch this. Then. <laughs> Sorry. Guess I shut up. And I'm like, yeah, yes, but... that was some meta good. That was some good. That's right. Well, because that show was getting really good ratings throughout its uh, first two season run. I mean, it still is obviously, but the fact that it was getting good ratings on a standalone DC streaming app that you had to subscribe to separately it was pretty fucking yeah. impressive. Pretty impressive, and yet the most you would usually hear about it is shitty dude bros being like, "Oh, it's fucking terrible and only about chicks and it's awful." I was like, "You fuck off." It's, it's great. Like, dude bros are horrible. <laughs> 
Right. Uh, what I was telling you, uh, Dark Side is voiced by Michael Ironsides. Oh shit! All right. Yeah. Got a solid voice and a solid casting for Dark Side. Right. And then Harley Quinn of all things. And, like that's a, that's a solid get as far as actors go. Michael Ironsides, shit. Yeah. Though. Oh yeah, Matt Ryan does voice Constantine for like 0.5 seconds. <laughs> oh, is he? Is Constantine in this too? Yeah, he shows up for like a second, I think, in season three. He's not in it for very yeah. long. <laughs> aren't they on like season five now or something like that? Season no, they're on season three. The three, three, three finished up. Four is in the works. They uh, the the Valentine's Day special is uh, tacked on to season three. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, speaking of, that, oh, I think they did confirm up to season five now because just how fucking well this show honestly, is loved. It's it's from what I, I again I'm not through it all, but it's very well written. The comed- the comedy is great. The action is intense. There's a little bit more gore than I was expecting, um, but TVMA. I was ex- I was expecting mostly foul language. I wasn't expecting gratuitous violence. The gratuitous oh, yeah, violence no. that we've gotten is pretty <laughs> impressive. I guess slight spoilers, but when the Joker melts the Scarecrow's fucking face off and kills the Scarecrow like outright, I'm like, yeah, he's not coming back. I think it's no, I dude's gone. Dead, dead. Like, like his mask shows up in a in a museum in season two because the guy went and uh, raided all of the uh, uh, abandoned uh, hideouts of all the villains that were dead. Yep. Yeah, There's yeah. Scarecrow is gone. Like dead. I think he showed up in like the comic in a background for a second. I was like, yeah, who gives a shit? He's just fucking whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I do also love that they shit on Bane so much. Oh, that's so much fun. It's like, definitely could murder all of them easily, but every one of the other villains is like, yeah, fuck Bane. That is consistent throughout all three seasons and the Valentine's Day special. Um, he's actually a really big part of that fucking special. I'm actually a little sad, though, that they went with um, the Christopher Nolan trilogy of Batman, the Batman Begins trilogy voice for Bane, and uh, not the original... Uh, Batman the Animated Series voice for Bane. That's I, fair. Like I said, I, did, I, did, I liked when he was a, like, he was basically Ricardo Monteblon, but eight feet tall and jacked on steroids in the yeah. Batman the Animated Series. And because that's, like, the whole point, of, like, in the comics, Bane's supremely intelligent and the best adversary the Bats ever had kind of thing like that. Yeah, it kind of gets lost when they make him kind of an idiot in a bunch of different things. Yeah, it, it, which is which started with the uh, with the um, Batman and Robin. Yeah, yeah, it was rough. Did you see that, Peter? We were in sync again. It was it was rough, right. but you know, they definitely started the uh, the lobotomization of Bane in that. But I did love that, um, even though he doesn't have his lovely uh, Spanish accent. That uh, Bainton, as the locals call it, uh, when he makes Baintown, it's all themed Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, good, they're at least acknowledging his, uh, his uh, Mexican roots. All right, I'm very happy for this. I can't wait for you to get to the pit. It's so much fun. Oh, okay, now, now, now I have to binge the rest of this freaking show. God damn. It's so good. But uh, you should also check out Peacemaker, too. That's that's a really good one as well. I really enjoyed him. Do we him. have to watch the new Suicide Squad? 
New wow. Suicide Squad movie. The Suicide Squad? It is a sequel to that, uh, but it, it does kind of explain itself well enough where you're at. I would watch it just because it, it, uh, it, it doesn't... I mean, it's really fucking good, but also it informs a lot of... Me? I don't know. It was on something. I gave it to you, didn't I? No. No, it was on, uh, it was on the free week of oh, HBO. Oh, wait, maybe you did. It, when it was... I gave you all a code to redeem for it. I forgot. I think I watched it, though, when they were doing the, <laughs> the one-week free trial of HBO, and I'm like, oh, well, I got nothing better to do. Click. I, I did, honestly didn't think Stephanie you know would what? want to watch it. I am not waiting for you to watch things with me ever again. I didn't think you'd want to watch it, honestly. It's it's very good. I know list. the first one sucks ass. I got a list of <laughs> shit that I'm like, oh no, wait, so we can watch it with the fuck you. It's, it is much better than the uh, the other one. Yeah. The Mostly because, you know, is much better than the Suicide yeah. Squad, yes. Um, that being said, yeah, you probably should watch that movie before watching Peacemaker. Not just because it's a really good movie, but it does inform his characters throughout this show. I... I'll bring peace to everyone. I don't care how many men, women, or children I have to kill to do it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what a peace. That's what he says. Yeah. No, I, I figured. And it's great. That, that whole fucking movie is great. All your access to every machine to the past. I'm going to be very day. sad. If they don't keep Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn for the new DC Universe stuff. I think she's the only person they should actually keep. Yeah. Well, I mean, John Cena is Peacemaker. The Suicide Squad cast. Keep them. Well, (laughs) Well, I'm sure they will. That's like James Gunn's baby now. I would say I still don't hate Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Yeah. I don't don't think you're going to cast anybody better than Jason Momoa for Aquaman. Nope. Um, Um, Because I I don't want The Rock to do it. No one offer it to The Rock. Please, thank God. I guess, thank God he's Black Adam, so he can't do that now. I don't know. Oh, he's out. Yeah, I know, but yeah, thank God he already did that, and they hated it, so maybe they won't try and give him another option. Oh, no, the, the, he got confirmed as out. He's not as part of the DC Universe anymore. And like I said, hopefully they will never let him come back. It would make me right. very happy. Why? I mean, so that, that movie was dumb fun, me. but a lot of emphasis on the, the dumb. I just think The Rock has become too big for his own britches. Yeah. When it comes to the caveats that he puts on characters that he's going to play and people give in to him because he's the rock well, that, he's such a huge box office draw. We did kind of find out about that. One of the big things he was really trying to like shape the DC universe to make him the main character. Well, yeah, that's what he did with the Fast and the Furious movies too. Except yeah. Which is why uh which is why uh Vin Diesel got really pissed off at The Rock because he's like this is my movie franchise stop trying to horn into my shit kind of but also not with that one uh uh, we know at least from a few of the other actors one of the biggest issues was uh it was like a level of professionalism vin diesel was really bad about actually knowing his lines and showing up to set on time well that i believe too yeah but they also have like both have conflict like uh Both have clauses written into their contracts that they can't ever lose a fight on screen, kind of shit like that too. That's like, ridiculous. How do you have two guys be the antagonist if neither one of them is allowed to lose? How does I, this work? Uh, it, it makes for a less compelling character 100%. to never lose a fight ever. Like, that's what I'm saying. That that that's it's some of that stuff like that that I'm like, eh, that's why The Rock doesn't need to be involved because again, yeah, he has too much. He honestly has too much power as a actor to change the creative direction of anything that he's in. Because he's like, right. do you want this to sell in China? 
Is that the only reason you hired me anyway? So we're going to do what I say so it'll sell in China. Sounds good? All right, guys. Bye. You're not wrong. I'm going to go drink some Terramonte tequila and work out for nine hours. Goodbye. Uh-huh. And claim that I've never done steroids. Do we have anyone else we know is continuing from the old DC universe? Um, I, don't, I wouldn't hate Gal Gadot still being Wonder Woman, but I don't think she's going to yeah, be doing it. That, no, we know she's out. Like I said, her, I wouldn't hate her still doing it. Like I said, I wouldn't hate her still doing it, but yeah, I don't think she would. I don't even think she wanted to anymore. No. Um, I, I mean, when fucking Ezra Miller, Ben Affleck, and Michael Keaton all have one more appearance coming up with the Flash movie. I actually, the problem, I'm really pissed off at the Flash movie because I guess I watched that trailer. I think it actually aired during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, it fucking pissed me off because I'm like, Michael Keaton shows up and I'm like, God damn it, they have shoehorned a way to figure out how to try and make me watch this goddamn movie. I mean, I, I had the same thing. Luckily, it is going to hit HBO Max uh, shortly after its theater release. Oh, sweet. We yeah. Have We're gonna, well, I'm, I'm not going to... We have that now. I'm not going to watch that in theaters then. I'm going to um, spend extra money on it because I don't want that going to Ezra Miller. Uh, yeah, that's psycho. But I do... I am excited for them to be... Because it looks like they threw a fuck ton of money at doing the Flashpoint. And... Yeah. When, when they when they did the animated one, and they threw a fuck ton of money at the animated one, and got an insane cast, and did everything like that, God, it was fucking good. So... You're not wrong. Maybe, maybe this Flashpoint is... Uh, they get rid of uh, Ezra Miller's Flash in the first five minutes and make it a different Barry Allen. <laughs> oh, I, I wish. I so wish. God, that would be amazing. <laughs> I mean, a decent chance that, because like we said, the Flashpoint is the perfect movie for them to reboot into James Gunn DC Universe. And I will say they do have precedence that it is, in Flashpoint, it is attached to the CW Universe too. Just bring, just bring that Flash in. Just, yeah. just bring him I in. would love Grant Gustin. He's just just bring him in. Get that, get that guy some more money. He deserves some more money. He is, he get is him as the Flash with good writers. Right. Because the first two seasons of The Flash with good writers, God, he was pretty solid. And then yeah. just ran out of steam. Right? They were like, no oh, now we're going to tell the same story again, but give you a different bad guy. But with ultimately the same powers. Right. What's I, the solution? Go faster. I just can't go, go faster. fast enough. The solution is always run, Barry, run. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's true. Run, Barry, run, and eat 10,000 cheeseburgers. <laughs> And don't get well, drunk ever. It seems to always be this same guy who they let adapt shit that is just producing the worst fucking adaptations that are po- like possible. Uh, Mark Guggenheim. Uh, oh, well, I know the, the CW name, yes. Yeah, yeah. He did Arrow. He, it was his fault with... Uh, Legends Tomorrow actually is it, a shit adaptation, but a decent show at first. Okay, um, it started out good. It was not a great adaptation of the comics on it, but it was a solid show. Yeah. That's the same th- it was the same thing with Arrow. That was a good show for the first two seasons, but it's an absolute shit adaptation of Green Arrow. Oh, um, but he, he did the Green Lantern yeah. movie, too. Oh, did he? Um, yeah, he, that, he, that was him. Ooh. And the, the second Percy Jackson movie, actually. With the one that killed the series? Yeah. He's kind of become known for um, terrible adaptations. That's not what you want to be known for. So maybe no. let's not let now. him touch anything. Exactly. Luckily, it doesn't look like he's got his hands in any project right he's now. He's probably a producer on things because he probably throws a lot of money at a lot of things, too. That's yeah. how you get to be a producer is you put your own money behind it and then they let you have creative no, control. No, isn't that executive producer? 
No, that's normally just a title that they make they they give to people who have who actually have no power. If you pay yeah. enough money, you can just be a producer, producer, and then they have control because yeah. they're the ones spending the money. I guess. But yeah, no, he dude doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> His track record is not working out well for him. It's not great. But I'm excited for all the things that we can watch now. Yeah. Watch the last of us. I did not realize that all of the uh, back catalog of Cartoon Network was also on, uh, which makes sense because it's all Warner (laughs) Brothers. But I didn't realize everything that's ever aired on Cartoon Network ever is on HBO Max, too. And I'm like, "Mm, You don't understand the slog it was to convince him to finally let us get HBO Max. Because it's like, there's not even anything good on there. And I'm like, but but there is. It's like everything, the WB. And yeah. he thought I was kidding. I didn't so know all of HBO, all of Cartoon Network, all of the Studio Ghibli movies. I didn't realize um, how extensive it was. I almost, just, watched, I almost watched through Samurai Jack again yesterday. And then I'm like, no, Harley Quinn's right there. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I, especially because this is something you were going to be putting on while you were like working. Samurai Jack isn't something you can listen to in the background. You got to pay attention to that shit. No. So much of it is the animation. No, I was tr- now. I need to go. Like uh, that's why I was saying. I'm telling her I'd go back and rewatch Harley Quinn right now because I missed a lot of the animation jokes. Like yeah. it's hilarious and it's well written. So watching or listening to it, you can still get most of it. And I was watching most of it. I mean, I was repeating the same step seven times. The thing's got fucking same the seven of the same <laughs> goddamn drawers. Um, so, yeah, it got a little rote at the end there. So I'm like, okay, I can do this and watch. All right, we're good to go. Yeah. As I much know. as I love Samurai Jack, that is a – you made a good call with Harley Quinn for I that. Thought so. I thought so. I'm like, most of that is actually silent. Yeah. Right. Hell, I think there's one episode that there's literally not a word spoken until the last 30 seconds. I want to say there's a few episodes like that, actually. But, yeah, I, I know the one you're thinking the of. The one specifically I'm thinking of is the Tower one. But the uh, yeah. the sentries that are he has to that he literally does it in all silence. It's just you hear the dripping. Of, you it gets so quiet you hear the falling of the snow at one point. Right. You know. What? I'm sorry. I, I've phrased that poorly because you're that episode is completely silent. I'm thinking there are episodes where he doesn't say anything. He just kind of grunts and oh, yells. Yeah. The Jack doesn't say anything. Yes. That's not yeah, yeah. the show. Yes. That's most of it. He doesn't talk a lot. Also, his name's not Jack, but that's just what he started calling himself. I don't remember what his real name is, but we yeah. don't know it. Um, we never learn it. He, uh, but Jack is the what the like some dude on the street calls him when he first ends up in the future. Yeah, so he just I, it's one of the gangster guys. guys. He's like, what's up, Jack? Yeah, it's, it's one of those the, a colloquial name for any dude. Yeah, um, it, but it, up, yeah, Jack? it's very much not his name. <laughs> He's just the samurai. It has so much random shit on here. That's HBO, honestly. There was, right. there was some weird shit. I'm like, I didn't. Even, I forgot that this even existed, and it's on here. Okay, all right. That was. That's been a lot of my experience going through it. Like, oh yeah, this is a thing. Oh yeah, I remember that. That yeah. was a thing, wasn't it? Maybe it also unfortunately has Space Jam too, but um, you can look past that. See, that, now that I've already paid for HBO Max, I might actually finally go watch that movie because it's not any extra for me to go watch it. Right. And I guess I can hate watch it. You can always hate watch it. Though the problem with you that is I will not even go hate watch Velma because they've already greenlit it for a season two because they got enough views for it. And it's like most yeah. of that was people hating that show. That's the thing. It, 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 
with her, like Mindy calling as like a person, we know the most important thing to her is just that she's getting the attention. So the only real way to put a stop to Velma is to stop paying attention to it. Stop stop hate watching it. Stop talking about it. Stop watching YouTube videos about it. I I literally, I tried to now just avoid the fact that it even exists. So it's it suggests it to me every time I open the app. Bunch like, hey, you gonna watch this? No, no, I don't. No. I never will. I'm Absolutely sure not. I'd much rather go watch Mystery Incorporated. Like that's way better as like a more adult version of Scooby Doo. It's a little weird how obsessed uh, uh, Fred is with traps in that one, though. Yeah, but what else is what else what what other character does Fred have in the original? Give me a trait of Fred in the original that isn't driving the van. You're, you're not. Or right. let's split up, gang. Or let's split up, gang. I didn't say you were wrong. I didn't say you were wrong. I'm just saying. He went, hey, Fred he, was my favorite in that he show. He wears a mean ascot, okay? He's got a great Fred ass. Is, Fred is great in that show. I love that he's obsessed with traps in that show. That is you know what? I don't think I ever watched that version of Scooby-Doo. Oh, it's so good. No, say, <laughs> and it's on HBO Max, too. No, I would say there are some really funny memes about how obsessed he is with traps and the other uh, internet-associated word, uh, <laughs> internet-associated item that it goes along with traps. Yep. Uh, so like, funny. I, just got, I just got my issue of Traps Weekly, and somebody's photoshopped that it's, yeah, you're like, oh, okay, Fred, that is not who I was expecting you to be. All right. <laughs> so, funny story related to Scooby-Doo. Um, do you guys remember the second live-action Scooby-Doo movie? Yes. Um, or was it the first one? Mother's yes, I also remember that one. Hold on. My brain Are you trying to think of the one that was done by James Gunn? I think it is. Which is the one where they go to the island? That's the first one. That's the first one. Okay. Yeah. So. Whichever one doesn't have Seth Green in it is the one I like. It, That's the first one. I know, I know. So. <laughs> I. Love Scooby-Doo, right? We're all really, really excited. And we're all, like, there's a big group of us going to see this movie. Now, the guy that I was dating at the time knew that I had a deep, deep hatred for (laughs) Scrappy-Doo. A deep hatred. And he is joking the whole time. He's like, Scrappy-Doo's going to be the villain. What are you going to do if Scrappy-Doo shows up? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, fuck you. No, they're not going to do that. He's not going to be anywhere in this movie. And then obviously, like, in the first five seconds, he shows up. And he just starts going to, like, eh, eh, eh. And I'm like, fuck you. Sorry, he's gone. And then when, like, he turned out to be the villain, like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? In the middle of the fucking theater. And everyone's like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? I love the theory that James Gunn hated Scrappy-Doo. And wanted him to, like, never show up again in any media. So that's why he made him the villain in that movie. <laughs> I actually kind of like that. And I have no I issues with that. I am down with that. Because fuck <laughs> Scrappy-Doo. Puppy power. I, it's never been confirmed. That's just been a rumor. But it is definitely something that should I be now, attributed to him. I the now death accept of it as canon. James Gunn killed Scrappy-Doo. I, I have no issues with that. It's, it's another reason I would like James Gunn then a little bit more. Because fuck yeah. Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> Like any, like I watched pretty much any version of Scooby Doo that came on, except anything that had Scrappy in it. As soon as that little fucking wretched puppy showed up, changed it. He's really, he's really only in one oh, of so the series. Cat, oh yeah, look at that. I see, uh, yeah, she's been there for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, 
I really, she was making circles earlier. The funny part though is Scrappy really is only in one of the series. In a couple yeah, of it, and it's one of the originals. I, made for TV movies. Wait, yeah, but like I saw. <laughs> no, no, like he was never in uh, Scooby Doo. Where are you? He's not in what's new Scooby, or he's not in Scooby Doo Mysteries, which is the ones where it had all the uh, guest stars. But I think he's yeah. in the one after that. Uh, what was, what what was the one thir- uh, the Scooby Doo and the Thirteen Ghosts? The Thirteen yeah, Ghosts. Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He wasn't. Was he in that? Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. That was the one that he. That was the main one he was in because it was just uh, uh, Shaggy, Scooby, and Velma. Velma and Scrappy. That one never uh, made sense to me either because it was like. That one actually recently got a sequel movie. Really? Yeah. That's random. Um, it was out of fucking nowhere, and it also refuses to acknowledge Scrappy Doo's existence. <laughs> yeah, fuck Scrappy. <laughs> There's a point where one of the other characters that hasn't appeared since that show asks, hey, where's Scrappy? And they're just like, who? Oh, what are you that, talking uh, is, that his, uh, is that his weird, like, albino cousin? Uh, it, it's that kid that was with him that whole time. Oh. What, was the, what was that kid? Nineteen Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. What was that kid? Probably something fucking stupid. Flim Flam. What? Yeah. I don't remember Flim Flam. A young con artist named Flim Flam. I do not remember Flim yeah, Flam. Yeah, I was I don't remember Flim Flam. Well, that's because while Scrappy, this is the one everyone would think of for Scrappy, that isn't the only series he's been in. He's, he was in quite a few Scooby-Doo series, actually. He was in Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo. Yeah. Uh, the Richie Rich slash Scooby-Doo show. Yeah. The Scooby and, uh, the Scooby and Scrappy-Doo Puppy Hour. Yes. New Scooby and Scrappy Doo show. Yep. The new Scooby Doo Mysteries is the one where I first really remembered him. Yes. It's the new and Scooby-Doo that one was Mysteries. more in line with the, the original uh, stuff. I'm going to post a picture of Flim Flam and producers. Then notes. 13 Ghosts of Scooby Doo, Scooby's Mystery Funhouse. And yeah. apparently he made a cameo in Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated. He did. He is a statue in the like Mystery Museum thing. Um, Daphne is like, oh my god, do you remember him? And Fred interrupts like, no, we promise to never talk about that. Um, okay, and that's actually, it. That's the entirety of his existence. I will say, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Because I love the two movies, Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School, and Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf, and Scrappy yeah. was in both of those. Exactly. And Scrappy has been in things that were good that you could still enjoy when you were a kid. I, mean, um, I have the Ghoul School on VHS somewhere. I fucking love that movie. The, that was great. The, the reluctant, that, didn't, that didn't make my hatred of Scrappy go away. The, the reluctant werewolf is better, though. Scrappy was, at the time, essentially like introducing Robin into Batman. Well, no, it, it was, was, it was literally kids. because... Except Scooby, bad. It was because the original Scooby-Doo show was fledgling, had fledgling numbers and was going to get canceled. So they're like, figure out a way to make this uh, appeal to more children. So they put a kid in there. Yeah. That's the exact reason Robin got introduced into the Batman comics. Figure out a way to make this appeal more to kids. All right, here, I kid say, partner. I do like the Damian Wayne uh, Robin. In, He's a uh, lot of fun. In uh, Harley <laughs> Quinn, too. He's solid. Oh, oh, so much of that is good. I, I want to talk more about it, but you're not caught up I'm yet. I'm not quite far enough, I know. Because <laughs> but, but, uh, he, he's only been in like two episodes. He's like, weirdly, the nemesis thing is like, I'm Batman. 
No, you're fucking not, buddy. No, you're not. <laughs> Suit's not even, he, he's wearing Batman's suit, and it's like literally falling off of him. And he's talking <laughs> Jim Gordon, and he's like, Robin, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, we'll have to get all caught up so that you can talk about all the things. Harley we'll, Quinn's Batsmans. Um, and we'll work on... Uh, we'll work on... Uh, internet. Well, not the internet. I was oh. saying we'll work on watching Last of Us 2. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not The Last of Us 2. I haven't played that one either. Uh. <laughs> uh, so that's going to bring us to Extra Bits! Did you find anything? When would I have looked? When did I look? I picture a fucking Flim Flam. Flim Flam was a character from the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Everyone forgot about him. Here's a picture of him. You know, thank you so much for your bit. <laughs> look, I'm writing it down so that I remember to put Flimmy Flammy. It's fine. Zachary. You put him where I pointed, too. Okay. <laughs> well, I was going to, uh... I was going to, uh... Use a segue earlier, because it made sense. We were talking about, uh... You said, uh, season four is already, uh... In production for Harley Quinn, right? Or yeah, at least yeah. on the booked, it's planned. I, I believe in production right now. Apparently, Mandalorian season four has already been written. Oh yeah. So that that's that's really what it is. Uh, it's already been written. I've seen a couple other things that basically it might actually already be in production as well as well as another maybe it's either another season of the Book of Boba Fett or at least another Boba Fett centric. Uh, why? Arc on things. Nobody needs that. Uh, I don't they already know. fucked it up the first time. Yeah, there's people on the ground. There's already seen uh, props and new stuff for Boba Fett and everything like that. But yeah, uh, apparently there's a strike coming in Hollywood, so they're trying to get everything written now so that they can then at least film it when the writers go on strike uh, later. You know what? I'm not even mad about that. Well, because the last <laughs> time the writers went on strike and we got fucked and there was so many terrible things happened because of that and so many good shows suffered and so many bad shows got to stay on the air just because they already had stuff written for them. Troops. All right. Oh, man. I don't necessarily need more Book of Boba Fett. They already fucked up that first part so bad that they had to introduce two episodes of a completely different show to keep people watching. Well, actually, I, re- I saw an interesting article on that, too. I... Wish I could find it now, um, but apparently they basically only let that happen because otherwise they basically would have had to do a hard reboot on the Mandalorian because of what the feedback they were getting back from the studio execs and stuff like that. They were basically going to have to start the Mandalorian over again because they're like, "Fuck you! You're, you took away our cash cow of Baby Yoda, yeah. and we want him back." That's what I was saying this whole fucking time. They ruined a character arc for the sake of more marketing. Yeah. I have the most randomest thing ever. So, (laughs) apparently, um, there's the Lay's potato chips in UK is known as Walkers. Yes. And I guess they were doing... Walkers crisps. You got some crisps. Um... Apparently they were doing like a contest where if you found a bag that had like a heart-shaped chip in it, you could win $120,000. And there there was this video of this TikToker who thinks he accidentally ate the chip instead of turning it in for the prize. And then there was all these people that were like, Walkers, give them the money anyway. Nope, so, don't eat the chip. Yeah. 
So that does beg the question, like, like it's making you like, no, go slow, eat your chips slowly. Who eats chips slowly? Nobody. I eat them a handful at a time. Who even exactly. Looks, who even looks at the chip before they put it in their well, mouth? Well, if there was a possibility, whoever keeps trying to sell the Gandalf-shaped Cheetos on eBay, or the Ding Dong who ate the five thousand dollar Oreo. You know the sad part is? But that was made worse because we were supposed to look at those. And we did. We looked at him and said, oh, this is cool. Look, it's a Mew. Eat it. Oh, wait. That would have been worth money because people are stupid? Oh, wow. Oh, uh, well, the 8-Bit Cat Show usually comes out on Fridays. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, review, rate, the things everywhere. Zachary. Where can people find us? I had to do this last time. It's rude. Did they can you? find us on Patreon. They can find us on Facebook. They can find us on Instagram. They can find us on TikTok. They can find us on anywhere. They can get their podcasts that they like to listen to. Um, we're on YouTube. Obviously, that wasn't on the list, but I'm pretty sure that's where you found us. So, so until next time, my friends, geek out, be fabulous, and have fun. It tasted just like an Oreo. It's fabulous. Do I have eight cats? Yes, I do. Do I regret my life choices? Always. But I don't regret supporting 8-Bit Cats on Patreon. Oh, I couldn't open my mouth.